Sit back, relax. Grab your motherfucking tea. And come take a sip with the minorities. Hosted by... Your melanated queen, Dario. Your favorite it boy, Logan. And your token gay, Chris. said something, I would have grabbed it for you. Yeah, I literally was like, where's my bag? Jaden was out here. I was distracted. That was before Jaden was out here. It was when I said it the first two times. To be fair, I didn't. To be fair, you were working on a computer. He was eating chips. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, I'm ready whenever you are. <sighs> Hi, guys. We're back. <laughs> um, I do you want to jump in with your regular stuff and then oh I'll, yeah yeah because I just tried to jump right into it. My I know God, after that, I'm I was excited. Like, I was like, mm, wonder where this is gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm just excited. I just get excited when I'm, I'm excited. leading the topics. Mm -hmm. I, I love, honestly, I, I really don't have that many notes, but pretty interesting. No, still. And all three of us are into like semi the same kind of stuff, mm -hmm. so I know that I'm going to like whatever is being said. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> all right, well, and welcome. It's going to be spicy. I know the general topic. That's it. I'm not going to say anything. I don't know what she did. I just know. Sip it. All right, welcome back, ladies, gays, theys, grays, and everyone who isn't them. Thank you for clicking on this episode of the podcast. Yeah, um, well, as you already know, today's episode is going to be led by Dario. Um, but before we hop into that, we're going to do um, a, a, a mental health check moment. Mm -hmm. um, I think Chris, Chris wants to go yeah, first. Yeah, I was about to say, do you want to start? <laughs> huh. <laughs> so, I don't know. There's been a few, a few things that have happened. You know, I... Got contacts, I got a new pair of glasses, um, I had a kitchen fire this morning, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it was, a, fun it was a whole lot of fun. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I came home this morning and my oven, like the stovetop, was on fire and like there was smoke in the entire house, like it already filled up the entire house mm -hmm. and super don't know how it happened, you know. Um, but we got it all out and nothing, I mean, the microwave is totally, totally fucked. Melted but, onto the stove while yeah. it was on fire. Yeah. The vents are like busted open. Yeah. They're just, so we'll need a new, a new microwave, but. The good news is your renters. Like, mm -hmm. Yes, that's true. Definitely you don't have renting. to really, you don't have to worry about paying for that, mm -hmm. which is nice. But. Yeah. No deposit. <laughs> Unfortunately, we it, we shall uh, see. That's, yeah, I was about to say that's very you dependent think you could on what well they find. If we're able to get all the soot off of all the walls, and I mean nothing was just like replace the microwave. Yeah, eventually. replace the microwave. Really try to clean up the stovetop. 
think you, you might not be able to tell. We shall Hell see. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Good. We're gonna try this thing that the inspector came and like took pictures of. Um, she told us about this thing um, that you can find like Ace Hardware, and it takes it right out of the walls and it makes it so they don't seep out later. Cause like the smoke damage. Uh, like the soot. Mm, okay. Like sometimes that okay. absorbs into the wall. So like mm. if there's any high humidity, it'll like push whatever's out of the wall. Oh, no the way. walls will expand. Yeah, oh. that's weird. That's the same thing that happens with uh, like the people that smoke cigarettes in their house a lot. Oh yeah. When it gets, you know, that nicotine gets soaked into the walls and then it bleeds when there's a lot of high humidity. Mm-hmm. Damn. Good thing we live in the fucking desert. True. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't have to worry uh, about that. I mean. That happened this morning, so I'm gonna say overall consensus is like pretty 50 50. Yeah, that's right now, that's totally fair. Let's get some yeah. snaps in the chat for that. Some yeah. claps in the club. Glad that everybody's okay. Agreed. Yeah. All the animals are safe. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, I'll go next. Uh, things have been going pretty well overall, I'd say. Um, I think since the last time we recorded, I. I went somewhere. Maybe it was just Panya. I don't know. It's been good. I can't, there's nothing big that stands out right now in my head. Um, I was supposed to go to Utah this weekend for a birthday party. Um, I didn't because I'm, I love, I love my boyfriend's family in Utah with all my heart, but I'm, I just fucking hate Utah. Mm-hmm. I just hate the state. Well, I, I just don't like mm-hmm. being there. I feel anxious all the time. Mm-hmm. That's totally and, like, I, I feel fine if I'm driving around with someone else in, like, their Utah car, mm-hmm. but as soon as I get in the car with our Colorado plates, mm-hmm. I am immediately on high alert because they're going to pull me over just for the sheer fact that we have Colorado plates. I've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. But um, that aside, it's been really good. Work's been really good. I got, oh, I got 80 hours. No. Oh. My next paycheck is going to be so mm-hmm. nice. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Too, I think. But Pretty overall, nice. I'd say pretty great. Thank I have you. nothing to complain about right now. Snaps yeah. in the chat. Claps in the club. We love that. Yeah. All right, Logan. What about you? Um, yeah, I'm doing pretty okay. Um, I've been kind of stressed lately because <laughs> I've been the only, um, <clears throat> like the only person bringing in money for bills and stuff, but. Um, Jaden has been looking for jobs, and she had an interview yesterday, and she said that she, like, filled out a bunch of paperwork for it, um, so I'm kind of hoping that's a good sign. It means she's gonna get a job soon. Yeah. Um, but besides that, things aren't too bad. We've been camping. Bless you, Apollo. <laughs> um, we've been camping, and, um... Oh, maybe that's what the drive I was thinking mm-hmm. about was. It was camping. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that was it. Since last time we talked, um, yeah, the camping trip was a lot of fun. There was a lot of fucking bugs. I'll have to like post some pictures. I have pictures on my phone. There. I'll post them on our Instagram. Chris was supposed to go, but he wasn't able to make it, which is kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. I'll still post I, them for you guys. I, not to interrupt. My no, you're good. I also went I on a week-long too. camping trip. Yeah, I went to the cabins again. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yeah, Every year, you seem to go up there more and more. Mm-hmm. I know. Exciting. And then we got one more, one more trip this year. Fuck yeah. And then, oh my god, that'll be so much fun. Uh, I can't wait until we all can go for a week. 
Um, that would be so fun. Two years. Mm-hmm. Two years. We got this. That's we waited long enough to come up to the cabin. Right. So we can That's true. And that just gives us more longer. time to prepare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah, um, overall, hasn't been too bad. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that's happened, but just been working. Doing a lot of working. I got 72 hours this week. I feel like that's all I've been doing seat. with my life is freaking working. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. Oh, yeah, Paul? You're sassy today. Um, but yeah, I think that's the end of my mental health check. I'm kind of okay. scatterbrained because... What's your overall? Pretty good. Pretty I was about to save it. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, so what are we talking about? Okay. So I'm just gonna. Yeah, you did. I was the last one. Sorry. I'm just gonna start um, with. Do we all remember the don't do drug commercials that we have seen growing up, or the don't do drug assemblies that Mm -hmm. we all attended growing up? Yes. We all remember these. Yes. Okay. We love Dare. (laughs) So, yes. Today, we're going to be talking about Dare. We're going to be looking at, like, just, like, the overall of, like, what it looked like and, like, how it broke down. Um, A little bit of a jumping ahead. They changed their name, so Mm -hmm. be ready for that. (laughs) But um, I also want to put, like, a little bit of a trigger warning in here just because it does deal with, like, like drugs and other things like substances Mm -hmm. and the commercials i can't play for you guys necessarily and i can't really post them but Mm -hmm. i will be posting links so that if you want to watch what they are watching and reacting to you Mm -hmm. can pause the episode go watch it and then come back and get our reactions as well um but that's really the only workaround that I could find with that. And, like, hopefully it'll still work out pretty well. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So I just wanted to put a trigger warning for, like, substances and, you know, personal stories, shit like that. Because yeah. you just never know. Um, but with that being said, do, like, okay, one of you just explain what you remember D.A.R.E. being. That's This is just where we're going to start. I think you should probably do that because I didn't pay all that much attention. Mm-hmm. Well, that's valid. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of a thing that plays yeah. into it, too. Um, well, so D.A.R.E. wasn't a thing after I was in, like, third or fourth grade because it kind of had gotten a lot of backlash about, like, introducing kids to drugs. And mm-hmm. what I remember, I think we were in, like, I think it was in third grade. They were like, okay, you're old enough that you can have, like, the drug assembly. Which is and such an interesting choice. Yeah. And they, like, had, like, some cops there. There was some, um, like, people from the D.A.R.E. organization that were there. And they literally, like, I don't think they had, like, the suitcase of stuff. But they, like, pl- put a slideshow up of, like, drugs and, like, what they were. And, like, they talked about peer pressure and all of that. And other than that assembly, like, I didn't, like, I heard about kids, like, smoking and stuff, but I also, like, had the fear of God put into me as a child to, like, stay away (laughs) from And so, I did, like, it's really, like, 
as long as you choose good friends to like be friends with like you don't have to worry about shit like that and i like wasn't introduced to any type of drugs at all until i was like a senior in high school and i was like i want to smoke weed and um other than that like it I never saw, like, a drug except for when Dare fucking introduced it to all of us as, like, eight-year-olds. Um, so, and obviously, like, as an eight-year-old, then I wasn't, like, incredibly curious because things that, like, even if I didn't know they were bad but, like, could feel that they were bad, it just, like, made my stomach fall out of my butt. So then I would avoid it. <laughs> um well, and, and it's, like, stuff like that was really, like, it was, like, an adult thing. Or, like, mm-hmm. you, like, when I was a kid, like, teenagers that could drive, in my mm-hmm. eyes, were, like, adults. Like, yeah. they, could, they had the freedom to do, mm-hmm. diff- like, things that I could not do. Yeah, I had siblings that were still in high school, or step-siblings that were in high school, but to me, they were adults. Because they were driving around, they were doing shit, going and hanging out with their friends. Right. It's crazy how much your perspective changes over time. Yeah, oh, okay. absolutely. So that's what he remembers. Do you want to talk about what you remember? Um, or is that for, is it pretty much the same? Yeah, I mean, I do remember an assembly very early on. And I remember, I remember seeing the acronym there in all red letters with the, um, the periods in between all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I couldn't tell you what the acronym stood for. Um, I'm trying to think about it. I don't. I, don't, I, really I don't, have I don't, it. I don't I have a screenshot of it. Damn. <laughs> okay. Oh, oops! We just spilled the tea. We'll be right back. Okay, so Dare stood for Drug Abuse Resistance Education. Oh. Okay. So it makes sense, mm-hmm. but and it's like you said this. So this is all gonna roll over into something else that I'll bring up in a little bit. But Dare is oh I only remember it like pre fifth grade, mm-hmm. like anything fifth grade and before. I kind of remember like the Dare assemblies or like the drug shit. Yeah. I don't even necessarily remember the dare being a part of our assemblies in specific it was just like a make smart choices kind Mm -hmm. of thing i don't ever and like i remember seeing dare in like middle school being like a joke and everyone like you know making fun of it yeah yeah because oh dare don't do drugs Mm -hmm. but nobody ever had drugs also while they were making fun of it they were just like oh that's stupid because like why do you need that so here's, I'm going to kind of break down what I'm going to go into for you guys. I'm going to talk about, we already talked about what D.A.R.E. was. So I'm going to talk about the founder, the intended purpose, and then what ended up happening with D.A.R.E. And we'll kind of go from there. So um, the founder of D.A.R.E. was, okay, so he was the police chief of the LAPD, right? His name is Daryl... What's his last name? There's a picture of him. Daryl Gates. He was the chief of police for Los Angeles from 1978 to 1992. So the D.A.R.E. program, like, partnered with the LAPD, which is already a little sus, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so that's how that got started. And what I found interesting when I was researching this is I was like, when did, like, drug education, like, actually start? Because, mm-hmm. like, it, I was just curious. Like, you think about it and, like, you really don't think about, like, drugs being a problem before, like, the early 2000s, you know? Mm-hmm. But um it's on wikipedia you can find it on google if you just search up when did drug education begin um it started in the late 19th century which isn't super 70s 80s 90s oh does it i thought that meant like yeah well i guess that would make sense okay so Mm -hmm. maybe i just read it wrong so then it does make sense so they didn't Mm -hmm. really start teaching it until like basically the fucking 90s yeah well and it, like coincidentally, that's when the war on drugs that America began. started, and began. they happened to partner with the police chief. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the police chief partnered with the superintendent of the school district in Los Angeles, and that's kind of how it began. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of just like spread like wildfire, mm-hmm. like those types of things. Yeah, well, when stuff. I mean, it's not to be that bitch, but it's literally propaganda, like. Right. It's, that's what that is. Like, like, what is that? Oh my god. They grouped (laughs) up with the government, and then the government and this group spread their message. Yeah. Well, it's just like, I mean, nothing has changed, but the messaging back then was not effective at all. It wasn't amazing. Okay, so now I'll get into it, because, so they started it, they founded it with the LAPD, and then... The D.A.R.E. program did effectively nothing from the time that it started until the time that it ended. Because I think it was in somewhere around, like, 2001 or... Yeah, okay. So, the name actually changed starting in 2009, right? But the effectiveness of the D.A.R.E. program in and of itself really started losing its, like kick i i can't find it anywhere on my research but i'm pretty sure i read somewhere that it started losing steam in like 2001 Mm -hmm. because nobody took it seriously it was just like a big joke and so because of that they started losing like funding and stuff to do it so they changed the name to like switch up the branding switch up the messaging quote unquote and just try and see if they could bring a dead horse back to life so instead of dare they changed it to keeping it real so instead of just dare or instead of just real, it's keeping it real. That whole thing is an acronym? No, the just keeping the it, the just the real is the acronym. Gotcha. But the keeping okay. it is just to make it like funky and, and fresh for the funky kids. Funky fresh. It's yeah. Very yeah. Fetch. <laughs> yeah, very fetch. So, oh, where does it say? I'm so sorry. I have these screenshots on my phone, you guys, and I thought that I was going to be more organized than this, but it's really not as organized as I thought. It's hard doing screenshots. I did it for one episode, and I struggled. It's really I painful. struggled. Okay, so the new acronym stands for, and this is real now, instead mm-hmm. of dare, it's real. So it stands for refuse, explain, avoid, and leave. And this is when there's, like, teachers and stuff that have talked about it, and they're like, oh, my kids love to get up and, like, act it out and, like, say no and da-da-da-da. And, like, yes, I think those are good. I think it's good to try and do that, I guess. But in real-life situations, it's a lot... It is a lot more pressure than just someone going, oh, do you want to try? 
Because you're surrounded by your peers, and, like, you, there's just so many. Yeah. So, yeah, needless to say, it was wildly ineffective oh, all the way around. And I didn't really research on how the keeping it real is doing, but I can't imagine it's doing much better than the D.A.R.E. program it's, originally I'm started I'm sure it's as. just being made fun of, because that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, the name for it is even worse. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Uh, oops, we just spilled the tea. We'll be right back. Thank you. Okay. But, yeah. So, that pretty much sums it up for what I wanted to talk about as far as, like, the D.A.R.E. program and that goes. Because after that program got massively shit on by yeah. everybody, the next thing that I remember happening is the meth commercials. The oh, yeah. not even uh-huh. once commercials. And, oh, and the, the smoking commercial, like, the nicotine commercials. Holy shit. I don't remember the nicotine commercials as much. They were... Maybe it wasn't... Maybe I'm just thinking of the meth ones. But they always played, like, one after another. It would be, like, the meth meth commercial and then, like, one for not... Like, no smoking. Right. So... traumatizing. Yeah. So, some of you may know what I'm talking about when I'm referring to the meth commercials. And some of you may be thinking I'm talking about the commercials that were the celebrities that, like, hit the pan on the eggs and was like, that's your brain on drugs. This is not what I'm talking about. They were much more visually assaulting. And visceral. (laughs) Than that. So, um, right now is going to be a time where I would tell you guys to pause and go look up this video. Um, I, uh, oops, we just spilled the tea. Okay, so there's going to be... I think three or four in total that you guys will watch. So this first one I'm going to talk about, I honestly didn't even know existed until I did this research. Um, It's a video and they, it came out like 16 years ago and it had to be taken off the air because it was too catchy. It is a meth commercial that they had to take off the air because the jingle in it was too catchy. That is crazy. That's a big oops. That's a big oops. Okay, so... Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so I had Logan and Chris put in their headphones so that they can watch this, and I'm going to have them react live for you guys, but you won't be able to hear it. So if you want to listen to the commercial, go look it up. It's... We'll link it. This is video one. You guys need to have oh my god! No, and I. I know, oh. But... Yeah, I can see why they had to take this off. Because <laughs> I would be bopping to this. Oh my god! What in the fuck? It's basically. Why? Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, but oh my what god! <laughs> Isn't that horrible? That is. Horrible. Was Why does it sound so fucking cheery? Yeah. When it's this girl, like, deteriorating in her house, cleaning things, clearly tweaking. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, naturally, oh that had to get pulled off the air because yeah. why would it not? And when you were talking about it before, about having to take it off because I had a catchy jingle, I was thinking it was going to be something like a, that, like, emphasized don't do meth, but mm-hmm. was, like, was in a catchy jingle and I was like well, I don't know why that would be so bad like, people would just be singing about not doing it for that 
That's right. That was about doing it for sure. <laughs> yeah. I was talking about cleaning her house and getting it done so well because she was on meth. Oh my Lanta. Yeah. Oh my That's Lanta. not good. That's <laughs> great. So after Definitely go watch that. <laughs> after that, um, like I said, I had never seen that commercial before now, so no. that was kind of a shock. But I started seeing the Meth Not Even Once commercials. So those commercials actually were like birthed in Montana because they had such a rapid like it was like in what is the word i'm looking for it was getting so bad with teenagers that were doing meth that they had to start making these commercials to try and get kids to stop doing it they went from being what is it after the ads had played teenage meth use dropped from 63 or it dropped 63 percent from yeah. 2005 to 2011, when I saw Damn, this video. That's insane. 36%. They went from being fifth in the state to being like 34th or 35th. Wow. 39. They went from fifth in the state to 39th with Matthews for teenagers. That's crazy. Because of these commercials that they put out. Holy so shit. I thought that was so interesting because I honestly had no idea. Yeah. And also, for anybody who's curious, it's called the Montana Meth Project, if you want to go look it up and see, mm-hmm. like, what they're about and all the stuff that they have. Yeah. Well, it's crazy, too, because, like, where we're from, it's, like, rampant. Yeah, it's really bad right now. Mm-hmm. Well, and this, I don't know if it's specifically because of this lady that it was happening, but there was a documentary that was made because some lady allowed her son, who was underage at the time, to have a film crew come and document his life, and that also got put out to the public, which is also what helped jumpstart the cause. And yeah. he is clean, or he was whenever I saw the video. Yeah. He got clean, he was sober, and he said that, I don't know if the commercial saved his life, but having that experience definitely yeah. helped. Wow. So I thought that was crazy, because I always thought this was just some big corporation making these... It's like the don't smoke yeah. tobacco commercials. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was something along those lines. Yeah. But they, like, had a real purpose behind it. And That's awesome. They were terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Scare tactic. Right. Yeah, it must have work. Um, but, yeah. So, after Montana started putting those ads out, obviously other states started following suit in some form or capacity. And so, I'm going to pull up the second video. And it was the one from 12, oh, fuck me. Okay. So, okay, so they're about to watch the second video, and this is the one that scarred me as a child. I, I'll let them react to it before I tell you my story about it, but oh my fucking god. Oh, oh, I was about to say mine's not working. I'm sorry. I turned the sound down for a second so that you guys couldn't hear it. Ooh. Ew. 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 Oh. Oh my god. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, Yeah, that commercial scarred me so bad that I could not shower 
for like two fucking months. Damn. Like I didn't. It's not that I didn't yeah. shower, but like I couldn't close my eyes. I couldn't turn my back to where mm-hmm. the, I felt it was open behind me. That shit fucked me up yeah. so bad. Holy shit! Yeah, it that made me a little cautious. Yeah, that was. And, yeah, some of these are pretty... This next one, I had never even seen it, but even in my notes, I was like, I don't remember this one, but, whoa. So this is the third... Yeah, this is the... This is gonna be the third video. Okay. Okay, she's at a party. Mm Mm-hmm. People are trying to offer mm-hmm. this girl math, basically. Yeah. Ew. Oh. Showing her, like, oh, okay. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, showing her, like, all the things that come with meth. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Yeah. That's very rough. See, that first one's a lot more of a scare tactic. Mm-hmm. That one. A little bit more psychological. Okay, and mm-hmm. this last one I'm going to show you, um, I'm pretty sure was, I'm pretty sure they put it on, like, national news. Um, this is the one that I remember seeing most places that I was doing the research. I don't really remember seeing this one as vividly as I remember the other one, the shower one that I showed you. But this one is also pretty... Alright, so video four. Yeah, this yeah. is video number four. This is the last one. little violent. And in this video, Damn. it's it's the guy watching himself in the future, basically. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Aren't those Ooh, fucking intense, me, bro? Yeah, yeah. They're fucking intense. Yeah. I had to take a break when I was doing my research. I was like, I need to get on Facebook for a minute. <laughs> this is a lot. Yeah. This is a lot. And I remember those commercials being, like, really... Like, remember when you'd watch TV as a kid and, like, one commercial would be really quiet and the next one would be super loud? Right. And, like, those were always really loud mm-hmm. and, like, they sounded, like, crackly and just, like... Yeah, they were yeah it sounded like the home movies that mm-hmm. you see for, like, the horror movies that they yeah. try and give you, like, that personal effect. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice catch. Thanks. <laughs> but, yeah, so those are all from 12 years ago. Isn't that crazy? You don't... And what blows my mind is that they put those on national TV. Like, those weren't... Like, those... They were on, like, cable. And they were on, Mm -hmm. like, everywhere you look. They were on YouTube. Like, they were as often as you would see, like, soap commercials. Yeah. No, I remember every time there was a commercial break, there was one of those. Like, you'd be watching American Idol. And this fucking shit would pop up. And then it'd be like, hey, back to American Idol. Hi. Yeah, right. And it's like, um, I I just got traumatized and now I'm supposed to be happy? Mm -hmm. Okay. But it does show, like, I mean... They were very visceral, but it's like, they were really hard to watch, but they were very powerful, and they they did what they needed to do. Those ones did what they needed to do. Things like the D.A.R.E. program? No. (sighs) Because they didn't take it seriously. It was... Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I'm not slamming cops in general, but if you pair any governmental system that is supposed to be, like, completely separate. Like, there are school police officers and resource mm-hmm. officers, yes. 
but you don't need to group up with a police force and the district head of a school to put together a don't do drugs program. You as a district in and of yourself can put together an assembly and be like, hey, make smart choices. Mm -hmm. You don't have to bring out examples of what the drugs look like. That's a story that our coworker told us. Mm -hmm. She's what, like maybe four or five years older than us. And when she was in school and they actually had the D.A.R.E. program up and running still, they brought in samples of yeah. all so of the drugs. Around. Weed, cocaine, all. So they saw That's what nice. it fucking looks like. Felt it, touched it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of these kids, it became a challenge. I'm going to try all of these once and I'm not going to get addicted. Mm-hmm. I want to try all. Because they knew what they all looked like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They knew. They Now that they know what they, they look yeah, like. They, they knew know the what signs of what addiction yeah. looked like. They, they literally made it a game with themselves. Which is horrible yeah and she's since had friends like pass away from um overdoses and from getting into drugs and like and that is essentially what the dare program did Mm -hmm. is like it showed you examples of what not to do but in doing that it when you think about the mind of a child Mm -hmm. the immediate first thought that you think is oh if you tell a kid not to do something they're going to want to do it more. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. why was that not a factor in mm-hmm. this program? Yeah. Wild. That's insane. It's absolutely fucking bananas. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially with... Because they, like, really emphasized, like, weed and stuff when we were in school. And it's like... I didn't even pull up those commercials. The they one. actually had ads that went on TV mm-hmm. that were about weed in like specific. Yeah, like right before weed was being legalized everywhere. Mm-hmm. They were having all of these ads with people like deflated on their couches yeah, like, uh-huh. and like all fuzzy and like don't know what's going on mm-hmm. and like that's, that's and look so, where we are now. Yeah. It's legal basically everywhere. Almost There's in the dispensaries. So yeah. many places. Mm-hmm. Like, it blows my mind. And, like, when you really sit down and think about it, it's the government's fault. It's yeah. all the government's fault because yeah. they started the war on drugs. They wanted a hand in the D.A.R.E. program because the police department is the government. Mm-hmm. It oh, is. Absolutely, yeah. Especially the LAPD. Jesus Christ. Talk about the most crooked, corrupt police organization on the entire planet. Well, there's worse places. There's worse places. In the country? One of them. Oh, definitely. Within the United States, absolutely. Absolutely. It's insane. Well, and that... Yeah, and, like, it's kind of weird to think about, like, you start here and just think about how many different pieces that this branches off into and how many other things that it affects. Mm -hmm. It's... It makes me angry. And, yeah. like, I lose words because I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, it's a, uh, I don't know. It's a, the government putting their hands in things that they don't need to be fucking putting their hands in. And then, like, we're feeling all of the effects of that. We're the ones that are put in these situations or, like, grow up in towns or, you know, whatever, where things like this are prevalent. And then we get that shit shown to us, and now we know what it looks like. Now we know, like, the type of people... Let's say if you are curious, you know the type of people to look for, you know, like... And it it's stuff that if you would just let your parents tell you, you know, don't do drugs, let your parents put the fucking fear of God in you, because that's what... That's what my... That's really that's what all my it dad took. Yeah. And, like, 
not to be those people who are like, oh, it's about the people who are parenting, but like that really yeah, is what it, it comes down to. If your parents are good parents, you're not going to want to go out and Right, and those parents. assemblies wouldn't, and not to say they wouldn't have an effect on you because peer pressure comes in so many different forms. Mm-hmm. But like, peer pressure is something outside of Oh, yeah. Parents. Yeah, and but again, like for me personally, I chose to be friends with people that ended up being decent people that like weren't in high school doing drugs and like even if they were they were smoking weed and like they were still going to school and like doing their thing and it was like i never sought it out until uh, like i said earlier like i was a senior i was almost out of high school and i was like i could smoke weed i've been a good teacher my whole fucking life yeah (laughs) so like it it really is up to like the parenting and like how you're raised and like if your parents are good at at least putting that those like um, parameters in place. yeah and like instilling those thoughts in you then that's well and it also comes really down to like need. a respect thing on all levels like respecting your parents yes mm-hmm. but also like respecting yourself and the fact that like you know what you're doing when you do mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. like you don't need these assemblies to tell you exactly. not to do drugs exactly you see drugs on movies and television and you see all the different ways that it's portrayed you don't need somebody to tell yeah. you because the it's media yeah its like the media it just pushes it it just mm-hmm. pushes it and pushes it and sometimes yes it glorifies it other times it does not i feel like but most of the it, time it glorifies it though well, yeah. And that's what, and at least with Dare, I feel like that's what they did. They I were trying not to, but that. they did. Yeah, I mean. I mean, look at, I mean, I don't know if we should say, say her name, but look at our friend. Like, their, fr- their friend group literally made it a fucking challenge to try everything. Well, yeah. Like, well, and when I think about that, I never really... <clears throat> And there's really not that much of an age gap between us, which is another thing. And I'm. She grew up in a smaller town than we did too, so that there was is like true. that's all that... they had to do. Was well, yeah, because like and do imagine drugs. if you grew up somewhere like tiny, like where Brian grew up, mm-hmm. like little teeny tiny towns that exactly. have graduating classes of like fucking forty, 40 people. people. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Wow. I don't know. I I got an itch because I've been thinking about talking about this for so long, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I don't know why I decided to talk about it today, but it was just something that had it. me curious. Yeah. yeah. And like, th- like I said, there's not a whole lot of research that I did behind it, but like. Well, and it's interesting the timing of it all too, because like, I don't know. As y'all have heard, if you've listened before, I don't fucking trust our government, and I don't trust the shit that they. Um. They just are never truthful, and so it's, why would you trust them? And this is some shit that they, everybody knows that our government had a hand in the war on drugs, and, like, that they fucking started it. And it, the timing of this, coming into our schools, and now they're teaching kids about drugs and how bad drugs are, and, like, it's, it's just, like, it just feels it very It kind of makes me think, this is a very... And, like, I don't... Mm. I think that's fair. This reminds me very much, they're very two opposite examples and extremes mm-hmm. because it's drugs versus school lunches. Yeah. But that, <laughs> that, that reminds, this situation with the drugs and the teaching of and all the changing of the uh-huh. bullshit reminds me of when Michelle Obama put into place all of those things for school lunches and vending machines and this, that, mm-hmm. and the third. And it feels like after, I don't, I can't speak for high schoolers now because I don't know what Mm -hmm. high schools now look like. I don't know what the lunches or the vending machines look like. 
But when we were in school, it felt like they really leaned into that from the time we were in, like, when did he come president? 2008? Yeah. So from that time until pretty much, basically, we were out of high school, she had a hand in all of that. And then I feel like at the end of senior year, it kind of started to, like, wither away a little bit because you don't hear about I feel like that's all I fucking heard about school forever lunches. School lunches. is the fight about school lunches and yeah. how they're not healthy and the smiley face fries are gonna fucking kill your kids yeah. like <laughs> yeah. those were some good those were so they were delicious Frito pie bro oh my and the God. school listen say what you want that school pizza slapped oh. sometimes mm-hmm. and sometimes they bring in dominoes on special yeah. days Ooh. That shit was so good. When they had the little burgers with the smiley fries, that was the best lunch of the week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that that's kind of what it reminds me of, is like the back and forth and the pull and the uproar of it all. Yeah. Because like, I, I was definitely that kid in high school and I would see like the kids on the corner smoking and they were like technically off school property, mm-hmm. but you could still see them yeah. from the front door. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I don't know why those people are ruining their lives like that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand how you could ever do something like that. Yeah. And then I was a curious kid when I grew mm-hmm. up in the senior and I was like, well, naturally, cause Logan yeah. and I are friends. I'm sure it happened at the same time, Yeah. but it's just one of those things. And like... I personally didn't feel a lot of peer pressure most of my life to try and eat those things because you're right. And what it comes down to is like who you surround yourself mm-hmm. with. If you're, if you start hanging out with the kids who are doing drugs in high school, you're probably gonna start doing drugs in high school. Like, yeah, that's just exactly. it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. So, moral of the story: make smart choices. Yeah. Don't always listen to like what people are trying to feed you. Like, mm-hmm. have your own brain. Yeah, that's what we come that's what we come do down to all the time. Research. Do your own research. Yeah, all the time. Every time. And yeah, don't even take what I have to say for fact. Like go look it up on your own. Yeah. Do your own research about it. Make your own opinions. Yeah, we're just that's here what to tell you what more. we found out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some spicy tea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> spicy minority tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all I have for this. Sweet. All right. Well, oh, yeah. we're going to take a break and look for some song recommendations. Yeah. Okay, um, I'll go first. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. I'm doing the song Way Back. Um, it's, I don't, is it by Judo and Quinn? Or is it like, if it was featuring him, it would say featuring Quinn, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. So it's called Way Back. Um, it's by Judo and Quinn. And it's a really, here we go again with... <coughs> It's a vibe. <laughs> it's a vibe. <laughs> that, that's right. It's a vibe. Um, it's just like a really good boppy song. And like, it's a good summertime, like feel good song. Yeah. I don't know. Good hanging I, out with your friends. It song. really is. Mm-hmm. I want to listen to it when we go down to the pool. That's kind of the, that's what it makes me feel. Hell yeah. Like, it just makes me feel like I want to go on like a drive with my friends yeah. or like go hang out, swim, just, Hell yeah. Just good vibes all the way around. Yeah. I love Very that. vibey. Very, very my name. I'm gonna put out a sticker that says my life is vibey. That's a name. It's gonna be on our t shirts. Absolutely. We need it's to sell very vibey. We need to sell a special tea brand that has it's a vibe written on the tea. Yeah, oh, that's cute. That'd be super cute. Trademarked. <laughs> We've already paid for it. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's it also is a good song. I've heard it before. It's a, it's a really good song. 
We all have similar music taste. Uh, yeah. If you haven't picked up on that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's um, some variations though. Like I well, do, yeah, I do like the variation sometimes. Oh, I like the variation all the time. Like we all have similar music taste, but we're all also very different in some mm-hmm. aspects. Like you mm-hmm. listen to like super gay club bops sometimes and like he listens ADM. Yeah. And he listens to like some of the like sad, really heartfelt, like good shit. Mm-hmm. And then I'll find like the the bad bitch, I'm going to fuck yeah. somebody up music. Yeah, with the bad bitch music, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I need music that makes me feel hype. Because mm-hmm. if I listen to sad songs, I get sad, and I don't want to do that. No. Sometimes sad songs are nice, but, you know, there's a time and a place. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yes, I will. Um, the song that I'm going to recommend is called Island Glow by Dirty Heads, and it's the version featuring Monsieur Perrine, Perrine. Um, but it's just, it's, it's a good fucking song. It's like, um, I feel like Dirty Heads is getting back into their reggae type of, um, vibe that they had going when they first started coming out with music. And, but now it's like modern reggae and it's like, um. I don't know. It's just it's really fucking good, and this one's like a little piratey, and like um, there's a little good Spanish breakdown in it, and it's just a really good song. So you guys should definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, especially if you've heard Dirty Heads before, because they're they're really such good. a good band. Oh my god. Absolutely. They've done a song with Tech Nine before too, which is wild. Also that a slap. Is crazy. Yeah. Is, I didn't. I don't think I know about that. I'll play it for you guys later. It's good. Very nice. Oh okay. yeah. So yeah, that's my song. I like it. Mine is going to be... So Queen Ruby dropped like a... It wasn't a... It wasn't a very big album, but she did drop a new album. It has like five songs on it. Um, there's one that I'm not uh, not so sure about. I don't like it just yet. But Chuck E. Cheese by Queen Ruby. Okay. Very good. Oh, very good. It's mm-hmm. I keep Her seeing flow her. is just crazy. I love the way she raps. I see yeah. her on TikTok a lot, and I'm like, what? Love she it. raps, sometimes she raps about the most, like, the most simple, basic things, mm-hmm. yeah. but she goes so hard. She goes, she goes so, so it's hard. It's so crazy. And she's super spiritual, and, like, if you listen, like, and take notes of, like, the lyrics she's singing, a Dude, lot of them are spiritual. Her song, 5D. 5D. That one's so good. That one is oh my really god. Good. Very spiritual. But that's my song. Hell love yeah. It. We love uh, it. Well, some snaps in the chat. Snaps in the chat. Snaps in the And you can hear all of these songs on the Apple Music playlist and also the Spotify playlist. Absolutely. Go check them out. It's called the Minorities Recommendations. Yeah, on both sites. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think that just about wraps it up for our drugs episode. I'm gonna say the um, the title of the episode is gonna be "Don't," and then it's gonna say "Do drugs." Don't <laughs> question mark do drugs, kids. <laughs> I came up with that when I started. Look, I wrote it down when I was doing oh, my notes. I love after that. I finished all of my notes. That's when I wrote down what I wanted it to be. Jeez, yeah. that's very I love very that. clever, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I very love it. Clever. Said don't. Do <laughs> <laughs> Certain ones. Uh, but uh, go ahead and tell us what you thought of it. Yeah, and you can do that by following us, or oh my god, emailing us at theminorities at gmail.com. 
Um, you can also follow us wherever you're listening to us on, whether that be Spotify, Apple Music, Podbean, Pandora, um, anywhere you get those sounds uh, into your ears. We'll be and there. And you can also keep up with us on our Instagram and our TikTok. Our Instagram is at the official minorities. Mm-hmm. Or is that our TikTok? That's our TikTok. Oh. Okay, sorry, that's our TikTok. And our uh, Instagram is just the minorities podcast. Yeah. So go look us up. Tell us what you thought. Email us. Get in mm-hmm. contact with us. Let us know if there's something you want us to talk about. We're finally getting back into the flow of posting. So, you know, if there's anything specific you want us to talk about, please, by all means. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know. Um, and hopefully here soon, um, we'll be having maybe a guest or two on the show, um, a couple of our friends. Yes. Um, so we'll have some new content coming out for you guys. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Alright. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.